0: You know what time it is. It's time for the Dodcast. Dennis the Menace. That's me! Y'all ready for this? Yeah! Get the party started like you just don't know. Hit it down low to the DEF flow. (laughs) <laughs> welcome back to the show, guys. Or For those of you who are new, uh, tuning in for the first time, thank you. And welcome to the weird, wild and wonderful podcast that is, The Doddcast. Before I introduce you to, the, uh, interview, um, introduce you to today's guest, I want to ask you guys a quick question. Look, I'm really loving the production of my shows each week, but I really want to hear from you guys. Is there something that I tried from, uh, I don't know, a previous show that maybe you'd like to hear more of? Or is there something specifically that you'd like me to, to try out. I'm thinking, this is only a, a thought, but I'm thinking of doing a, a random interviews where I go on the streets and just ask just random people peculiar strange questions about life, or even maybe document part of my strange days where I, know, I find myself in the most weird, like awkward situations in random circumstances. Anyway, would really love to hear from you. Just... Please do give the uh, Facebook page a small like and get on to me about anything. Like, I mean anything. Those of you who know me are keenly aware that I I don't turn down a challenge and uh, I revel in in an awkward situation. On today's show, we have the man who's been described as having as much uh, soul as John Mayer or being as funky as Prince. Nathan Johnson is an up-and-coming Irish singer-songwriter who goes under the name Cyan Hill. Making waves in Germany with his new release, uh, newly, newly released album Elephant, this man knows no limits and takes pleasure strumming in the heart of the hard strings of his vintage acoustic guitar and ladies from around the world. The backing you hear at the moment uh, is actually the man himself as he prepped for this interview today. We talk about love, sex, rock and roll, and he documents each and every twist and turn in his wild life to date. There's a slickness to this guy that makes me even seem more of a total dork. Let this man enchi- enchant you, excite you, like he once did me in a snug electric picnic performance. Nathan Johnson, cyan Hill. Let's get this party started. Beautiful, 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 perfect. Three, one... 3, Welcome, welcome to the Dogcast. I'm here with Nate, Nate Dizzle Johnson, Nathan. Say hello to the people.
1: Hello to the people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, it's an absolute pl- privilege and a pleasure, as always, to see your face, your beautiful face, should I say? But I I'm surprised it. that you don't have a cigarette in your hand. What's that about?
1: Well, I'm indoors, haven't I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> can't, can't, can't be doing that smoking ban and everything. A little, I mean, a little. I'm actually in a hotel room, so I'd probably get fined about 150 quid.
0: Politically correct as always. Tell us Nathan, why, what the hell is going on with your room? So let's just, uh, for you guys listening in firstly, obviously thanks very much again for tuning into the podcast for some crazy antics. I'm um, here talking to, <laughs> as I said, the, the beautiful boy himself, Nathan Johnson, who, who is uh, synonymous with the name Sion Hill. I'm sure you guys know what, exactly what's, uh, what's up with that. Um, this guy, he's in this room in Edinburgh. You're in Edinburgh at the moment, is it? I'm in Edinburgh. Why are Scotland. you in Edinburgh, my man?
1: I am currently touring around the UK and uh, we've taken a little break for a couple of days just to uh, take some time off and we're sitting, staying in the city and it's just beautiful. Never been here before. Have you, oh, have you visited? Yeah, first time here. Nice, nice. Have you been here? Have it's, you been I've, I've been,
0: yeah, it's... Um... It's, uh, what, what could you say? It's, it's really design. It's like as if it's on kind of an, all built on top of a hill, really, isn't it? It's that, crazy. It's,
1: it's crazy, yeah, yeah. We were in this bar last night. Small streets night and, and... It was like a four-story bar. We went in at the bottom in this club and then we went up to the top story and we went out the door and we were on the street again. It was like, yeah. what, what? Where even are we? It was like a time machine or something. Beautiful. It was amazing.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. They, uh, that's, uh, that's actually where J.K. Rowling came up with the, 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 the visionary that it is Harry Potter in one of those little it is. cafe shops there. So she was a broke-ass bitch and she was oh, in some cafe uh, yes. and uh, yeah so i mean crazy place what so have you been what, what are you doing at the moment are you gigging obviously at the moment or what's what's the
1: craic? i'm i'm gigging i'm traveling around the uk i'm playing gigs but i'm also um i'm also doing this school tour i'm going around talking to kids um just trying to inspire like confidence in them and discussing sort of a uh, not 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 so much bullying but like cyber bullying and and the effect that it's having on kids and social media the effect yeah. that it's having on kids these days um, is there any particular
0: I've, reason why that's close to your heart
1: uh, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I wasn't terribly affected by bullying or anything in school, but I know a lot of people who were. And um, I don't know. It's it's more. I have a little sister. She's 16, and she comes home from school every day, and she's just sitting there on the phone, head down on the phone, Snapchatting, Twittering, Instagramming, and we all do it. We're all guilty of it. I mean, I love it. I love a bit of Instagram. Who doesn't love it? It's crazy. Um, but it's just too much, and it's 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 getting over the top. So it's, it's um, getting to
0: the stage, man. I, I don't want to, you know classify uh, a certain you know section or area of of, of Irish society but we call them millennials yeah and I mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're so exposed the likes as you said Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook they're so caught up and ingrained and you know everything I I totally understand what you're saying in terms of the cyberbullying they're so ingrained and so kind of engrossed in this that they don't see any actually really escape from it because they're so young at that age and so impersonal
1: uh, just so impressionable. It's so impressionable. And that's that's the problem. I think when you're 14, 15 years old as a girl and you're looking at Instagram, you've seen all these beautiful women. We've all seen them. The, it's not just the girls oh, looking at like them. <laughs> oh, we've seen them. Yeah. Uh, Alexis Wren, how you doing? Sierra <laughs> Sky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I had to actually start deleting them off my phone. I just realized that like, I was looking through my Instagram. i like, I'm only just following girls. I know, man. I know. But you do.
0: You get so caught up and so it's sucked
1: it. It's so into easy her, like. to do it. And then they have millions of followers. And of a mate, you know, is uh, he was following one girl and I think she had like 250 followers, really small when she started off and he looked about two years later and she's now on about 2.5 mil. And he's You're like, right. I'm one of the originals, so I'm not deleting it, I'm staying there. And, and but, um, like that was one
0: of the things that I had spoken about before in previous shows with other guests. What, what are your thoughts on, I mean obviously it's very, very important to you to create a, a social following on Facebook and also on Instagram. Um, is that managed by yourself, or is that by your partners? Or
1: no, it's it's mainly by myself. I, I have um, we do have a, a social media team that's uh, working with my record label, and they do it from a lot of other artists that are signed to the label. But uh, and they do help me with certain things like Photoshop and and creating posters and stuff like that. I'm not okay. the best at that stuff, but okay. in general, I like to curate. I, I quite like that Instagram idea. You can make an art page, sort of. Yes. You could curate your own page. So. I'm big into doing that myself. Most of the stuff online is myself. I've done all, all my artwork, all my videos, and photo shoots and stuff. And do you, do you, do you, staff, do you so. feel
0: as though you're getting completely sucked into? I mean, because obviously, as I said, good-looking guy playing guitar, serenading the ladies. I mean, <laughs> you, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna pick up some, some whatever about guys, but good-looking chicks, you can get sucked into that sort of stuff. Now, you, I mean, I know yeah, obviously yeah, you're tough. an advocate now of you know the cyberbullying and things like that you must be kind of this. as I said before this is the reason why I enjoy having people like yourself on the show realists mm-hmm. is what I like to call them people who I'm, kind of I'm able to all, take a step back and, and it's, it's not really realists. about kind of the followers it's, it's for you it seems as though it's all about the music really
1: it is and do you know what I, you have to build a following Like music can, and fame kind of come hand in hand you don't get success in music without being famous really you know even someone like Bob Dylan who's making a, a cultural impact with his lyrics and with his music he, he still needs to be famous for people to listen to it so it's not and we all come on everybody wants to be famous at the end of the day everybody wants rich everybody wants to make that paper um make that cash dollar yeah baby <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Get down and dirty with that. Oh, yeah, he's product. gonna,
0: he's gonna rhyme into it now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's, breaking into song. Yeah, that's you know, what I was gonna to... say.
0: we will. Yeah. We'll, we'll, at some stage in the show, we'll have a little Nate Dizzle, Dizzle Dazzler. He's gonna be. He's gonna. He's gonna hook us up with a lovely little melody. He just told us that he's actually after re, what did you say? Restringing. Did you say that? Recording.
1: Yeah, re, restrung the guitar. Restrung, um, I actually, just had it repaired. So um, it's I'm a little in bit highly strung now.
0: myself. So I, I need you to kind of chill me down. So <laughs> a part of the show in the podcast we do, uh, Nate, I I don't know if you're familiar, we do a game called Association. Are you you familiar with how Association works?
1: I am not, but I'm looking forward to hearing about it.
0: I'm going to say uh, a word or possibly two words or even a sentence, all right? You're going to say the first thing that comes to your head. Now, these are this is for people who don't know who 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 the, this gorgeous beautiful man Nathan Johnson is. <laughs> to get a bit of an idea <laughs> who the guy is. About. I'm seeing this guy in I'm seeing this guy in 2D, two, two as I said it's, it's like chat roulette here, okay? And yes, he is naked. So, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, just to give people who, who don't really know you you know an idea of kind of what you're about okay so mm-hmm. I'm going to start from the top alright it's, it's, it shouldn't be too inflammatory just go for whatever whatever feels chill for you okay here we go breakfast roll sausage <laughs> cigarette hand uh, con- uh. converse
1: me every day
0: okay all day Barcelona drugs Pygmalion
1: more drugs <laughs> James <laughs> James Blunt uh, standing on top of a piano Taking selfies He's, he's such a bad hand oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ
0: he, 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 <laughs> But he, I like his music He does skits on do his it. own music as well He's well able to take, like, have a laugh it, as well He so. does
1: That's do what, I, I do like that about him I'm sorry I'm interrupting the game you know, But I just—I I love fine. how he he just does Take the piss out of himself All the thing. time If you look at his Instagram He's got these photos Where he's trying to put his hand On the top of the Eiffel Tower That thing But he's oh, just yeah, completely yeah, yeah. missing You've seen totally that? Even, okay It's just great Yeah yeah, but anyway, take right. Avocados. <laughs> Healthy food. Power. Happy bear. Uh Confidence. Girlfriends? Lots of them.
0: Boyfriends?
1: <laughs> Justin Bieber.
0: <laughs> Stop.
1: <laughs> Start again.
0: Yeah, not so bad. I was looking for hammer time, but we'll do that. Oh,
1: yeah. George Bernard Shaw. Ah, oh, photo shoots.
0: Chilies. Very, very spicy. Yeah, nice. Um, elephants.
1: Hold on to that hell of a feeling. Oh, go There you go. Brunch. Date. Nice. Yeah. Morning Joe Dolan. Mullingar. Mm-hmm. County Westmeath. There you go. Which is your hometown, yeah? My hometown. Oh,
0: baby. Turn ons.
1: Sexual encounters of the first kind. Okay. I'm just. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Turn
0: offs. Feet. Feet. okay cool Ew. heaven God above okay drink a choice
1: Coca-Cola yeah Disneyland yeah, non-alcoholic uh, Mickey Mouse
0: and last one tambourine
1: Bob Dylan okay nice one very good very good it's supposed the ver- to work you've got it you gotta fill me in because yeah, I don't very, know how my answers very, are
0: no perfect man very very sexual if I was to, if I was a psychologist now or a psychiatrist even though per- um, personally speaking most uh, psychologists are a little bit you know cuckoo themselves which oh, probably like a shelf now you know? but like very first one breakfast roll what did he say sausage okay this guy oh, is geez. sexual you know like obviously his <laughs> next music video coming up is like something crazy but uh, at the same time I'm really soft and'm I'm, I'm in you know doing you know you know telling people about the cyber bullying you know i am i've yeah. seen this i've seen this <laughs> no it's not,
1: double standard, nah, no it? no
0: it's good it's good man, i love it so we're gonna as i said we're gonna start off with uh with nathan's humble beginnings he said himself he's from the 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 midland town of mullingar which has a lot of actually famous uh, musicians coming out of it i That's named good. one of them we've also got the the famous nile horn from uh formerly know uh, formerly uh, one direction mm-hmm. um we have well, who the we blizzards got? blizzards yes
1: we have was the academic who are currently doing quite well that, around especially the, the uk uh,
0: was it bear, bear claws or what, what's the name of that song bear
1: claws was the new track they had a, a, kind of a mixtape 2003 uh i think they're great um tons of bands you got that um yeah do you know what i'm not going to try and listen mm, but no, that's
0: fine but did you do, you do you think there's any particular reason why uh Gar is kind of in a, a nearly an epicenter within ireland of all these fantastic musicians or is is, is is this just sheer chance or luck
1: uh, I think it's it's always been a thing I think mainly it's it's because it, it's in the midlands right and it's like there probably wasn't that much going on there coming mm. out of the pub everyone was just getting involved with music I think there's there's a great art centre there there's a good theatre uh, you had Joe Dolan which was very inspiring for a lot of people absolutely um, and it's just this pub culture I mean most towns in Ireland have have decent uh, small towns have really really great musicians coming out of them because of the pub culture because you're going in there uh, after 12 everyone's picking up guitars, banjos whatever you can find and just having to sing alongs. Mm. Um, and, and did, did, you, did
0: you did you were you doing that at a very early age like when was it that you picked up a guitar like I was reading a little bit of your bio and it said Drake and Josh and I was like look I love yeah. it it's it's a, it's it's a total full disclosure As you said You know Before we were starting at this But I I, I literally I mean, Drake and Josh Was a childhood I, Absolutely uh, I, I love that stuff I love
1: it I, I don't think There's one lad Out there That didn't watch That show and, Megan and, uh, Yeah It's just the best <laughs> And you know They're going around again They're starting to do a, a new show Or something I think they met up For the first time On some um, Some blogger recently Had them on no And um, they reenacted One of the scenes no it it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. But I always like, you know, everybody wanted to be that Drake guy to an extent. Like he's getting the girls, plays the guitar, has this cool bedroom with the bed up on the I think shelf it's,
0: it's it's shifted a little bit now, isn't it? Like Josh is the skinny guy, and Drake turned into the, the the. Josh is
1: now the cool guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way it Very goes. strange, but he's he's nuts. He's absolutely off the charts. <laughs> uh, he's talking like 200 miles per hour. Oh I really? Don't know what, I don't know. Is he one of those Disney kids that kind of oh, went get you, get a you. bit wiry and, yes. and crazy, or as maybe he's just a really mad cool guy, kooky person? Yeah, like yeah. Yourself.
0: Well, I, I'd like to think is well. I was a little bit uh, stumpy myself back in school, if I do say so myself. And I, you were. I, 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 I presume it's like, you know, after burning off all that excess energy, he's got a load of this excess energy left behind, so he's not screaming and yeah. shouting all over the place, probably. <laughs> I, I, I don't <laughs> know. I'm just, that's the justification that I have in my head, but look, I digress. Megan! Megan! Uh, <laughs> so at that stage, then, obviously, your parents took the. The very fortunate decision for yourself to decide to to, say, to throw you away to boarding school. How what were your thoughts first year boarding school? How, how, um, what were you we well
1: thinking actually, there? my my dad went there, so uh, oh, was it that was it? Of, yeah. it? was always a thing. My cousins were there. I'd always heard about it, um, but it but wasn't it was, exactly it was the, just coming I
0: back to the original question. Like, I mean, you were kind of before at this this stage. You you, you know you had music already and then all of a sudden you were going to be sent to this boarding school was it a musical school or did you, you was it known for music or were you happy there's, to
1: go there there's a lot of music involved in the school it's very famous for Gregorian chant it's run by monks okay. so um I won't you ask you to sing, do a bit of that no no which uh, no I'm not gonna even attempt <laughs> but uh <laughs> <laughs> <There we go>. <laughs> <laughs> um but all this Latin Latin singing yeah, yeah. singing stuff it's, it's really beautiful actually when you when you do go down and listen to it but obviously at the time when you're 11 Twelve—it's not really something you're into. Mm. Um, but basically, yeah, I, I went there. There was a lot of music there, but it was—it was more the rugby thing. I, I was okay. into rugby at the time. I don't know where how it ever kind of got left behind, but um, it was known for for the rugby sort of. It's—it's um, it's not really a, a rugby school. I'm going to slag you there I went try to Ross and Gray. Say, there was there was many We went down to Glen and we—we—we.
0: We, not fairness, no. They, that was a real acid test My cousin It was, it was a toss up between who, Where he was going to go to school it Was either Ross Grey or Glenn Stahl And Glenn Stahl Nipped it by a hair So there you go
1: there, there you, you go, go. And, and I mean we,
0: they, we, they, were, they were shown in the senior cup final Just there about two years ago as well So yeah, it's yeah, coming, yeah. aren't
1: they it was my, bro- my brother was on the team actually no He's a very good player um, But yeah we're never really known for rugby or something But uh, there was a strong sort of rugby ethos in the school um, And I suppose that sort of turned it on a little bit for me But at the time I was one of the only people in my year Playing the guitar, writing songs at the age of like 11 And there was another kid called Joey you, Maybe you've met Joey? Yeah,
0: Joey? yeah I did
1: um, and Joey's from Bantry in Cork and he sort of he has a very musical family his dad's an incredible piano player so he'd been sort of playing a little bit of guitar and he came in and I remember I think the first or second night in school because it was obviously boarding school everyone was there and I picked up a guitar Joey picked up a guitar and we played Wonderwall or something in the, All right. in the dorms and Imagine everyone, that it Ah oh, it's just ridiculous my squeaky little voice <laughs> Two days gonna Yeah I, there's a recording of that somewhere I think but um yeah, it was well, you're to... actually
0: very lucky because uh, we actually have that recording right now. We're just going you <laughs> to <don't. face>
1: there. <laughs> you don't. Don't do it to me. Sorry, man, go do ahead. Me. Don't do it to me. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but yeah, just, it was just a lot of music going on down there and, and there was a really nice sort of uh, small classes with a lot of people who got in, involved with, in music. So with,
0: within our school, like I mean, obviously it helped that you were a sporty kid and you enjoyed the rugby. So you were able to, to kind of mix the, the rugby with the music. But within our school, which was also a boarding school as well, it, what mm-hmm. happened was there was a a, a a very visible divide between the people who were playing rugby and the sure. people who were playing music. And, and then, did you have
1: names for that? Uh, sorry, did you have names for the for the? Big yeah, ones well, then? I mean, I
0: suppose obviously you're, like, you're gonna call the American jocks like they weren't called jocks. But it was just they were known as the rugby well, players. We yeah, had this as well—the uh,
1: jocks and the trumps. The, oh, is that
0: those? what they called it? Yeah. The, the jocks.
1: You go. I, I became a trump. Obviously, like I was playing rugby <clears> at the beginning, but the, that divide—it happens in every school. At the start, you can kind of do both, but when it gets a bit more serious, you get older, you have to spill it somewhere. So um, I became a trump eventually. And where, uh, when was, like,
0: was that exactly? Do you remember uh, uh, the exact time? As, it was, was it junior third, or
1: yeah, it was. It was after. It was like forty. I was about fifteen or sixteen years old. So um, I went off and. Uh, I think I just stopped rugby for the year. I was small. I was a small little kid when I was growing up, so I just didn't have that size that you needed to okay. be on the team. And um, yeah, I, I played a little bit, but I just kind of focused more on the music. And did you, did that. you,
0: if you don't mind me asking, like, did you get a mm-hmm. bit of a tough time in school when you decided, right, music is my thing? I'm going to
1: give the rugby a bit of a break. I think at the, it, it, it was a difficult decision to make, I think, because it, if, if you if you make that, that cut, then there is that divide and you get put in with the Trumps. And the Trumps, I mean, there was this Trump hunt one year where all the, the senior cup team, all the jocks, about <laughs> 18 years old, came down and, and literally hunted the Trumps and, like, picked them off. We had something similar. Fet the absolute... Yeah. Faces off them, so is that? And there was one guy in particular who got a seriously hard time for that. Um I didn't so much get a hard time from the older years because I had a, older cousins in the schools. I kind of got away with it. Um But there was some. I, there was a couple of times I got. I got a bit of a beaten, and I deserved yeah, okay. it. I was yeah. a cheeky little shit, to be honest. Yeah, but I, I mean, how. I
0: think especially within boarding school, like one of your. For, for for the small guys, anyways, it was if they had a little bit of cheek at all, that was actually what they're saving grace. That's what actually saved them at the end of the day. Sure,
1: sure, yeah. You you could they take
0: their beating and then that would be the end of it. But they'd also say, "Yeah, you didn't get me as bad as that," and they go again. <laughs> There'd be a bit of respect from older years and all, and the jocks, if you like, for because yeah, of that. So. Sure,
1: mm. sure. And I, I think you need that determination. I think that's something that's really stuck with me for doing what I'm doing right now hey, and talking to, talking to these kids. It's it's very interesting because with the boarding school thing, it's the same as the way it is with social media. So in the old days, bullying, it h- happens in the schoolyard, in the playground, whatever. you go home, it's gone until you go back to school. Yes. Now it continues because it's online. It's always there. And, you know, you can't get hurt back when it's online behind a keyboard. So it just continues. But in boarding school, it was sort of like that all the time because yeah. you're there all the time. So it doesn't stop in the night. You can get beaten up. You can get chucked out of your bed one lad was stuffed in a a trash can or whatever you want to call it like one of those American trash cans with the lid on it the round one and like rolled down a hill
0: yeah I've seen it man I've seen it (laughs) firsthand. I know exactly what you're talking about we've all seen this stuff but but what what you're saying is is resilience really is the big word here is it's being able to get up and go again and and whatever, but I, I think that's one of the unfortunate things, unfortunately, as I said, not to, not to kind of stereotype, but these millennials is that because they're so kind of ingrained and engrossed in this kind of digital world, which is so superficial, mm-hmm. that this resilience isn't being created or fostered within them. What, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Absolutely, so that's, that's one of the biggest things. You bring in these anti-bullying committees, you talk about it a lot, you tell people to, to talk about it, to talk to teachers if, if you're being bullied, but I think it's good to, to first of all, not rat out your friends. Maybe they're not your friends. Maybe they're totally destroying you and putting you down. Um, And there's some people who get affected much worse than others. That's just always the way. But we're humans. We're gonna put each other down. We're gonna judge each other. And you need to have a thick skin. You do because it happens throughout your life. It's not just kids. Adults get bullied. Adults get judged and put down and and treated like shit from time to time. So you have to be able to deal with it in the right way. I think, yeah, when you get a bit older, if you've had that resilience when you're younger it's easier to deal with life and when those situations come and they happen um but nowadays it's not happening it's all about talk about it and i'm all for it because i, I do agree with this whole depression is a huge issue mm-hmm. especially in young kids and that was what i was saying with this instagram thing they look at these photos these girls they say i'll never be that beautiful i'll never be that good looking yes and i do it myself with um with musicians i'll never be that uh, that good i'll never write a song like that and it hurts and, what, you know,
0: and what, what's, like, I mean, for a person to be able to be firstly aware of it, but also to be saying it, uh, you know, what, what is your sort of, um, you know, remedy for that?
1: My, my solution, so I, I think it's all about confidence, belief in yourself okay. and how to achieve that. And one of the biggest things is, first of all, self-awareness. All right. Um, I don't know if you know anything about stoicism. No. The philosophy. Fortunately so like, not yeah it's it, it, a, lot, a lot of bull in there there's a lot of uh, okay, talking about yeah. but if you, if you could
0: if you could just su- summarize it even with one or two words or even a sentence what in a, in a, in
1: a sentence in, a, in essence it's most things in life you can't control Okay. So just don't get too caught up. There you about go.
0: It. Perfectly said. Absolutely perfectly. Well, look, look, you sound like a bit of a, not just a, music, a musician, but a bit of a sage as well. It, maybe this is coming with age <laughs> or what it is.
1: Um, a stoic sage. No, yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful.
0: S We'll call you S squared from now on. So so. Anyways, you had music all the way up. You were coming up to year. I mean. Then you branched out, you went, you went. did you go, did you, you, you were obviously, did you leave in search? you applied for a few places in college, did you go to college or what was the story there? I
1: did, I, I went, I studied um, business and economics, okay. kind of, um, I just didn't know what I wanted to do and I thought, you know I'll have something that I can fall back on if course. I need a job. It, it was, it, yeah, it was a good course but for me it was just totally boring and I spent the whole of second year college just sitting at home playing guitar, smoking weed, doing nothing. Right. So I was like, listen, I need to I need to stop this and I want to focus on the music and I dropped out after second year okay um but it was a great experience I met a lot of amazing people along the way and um, I'm glad I did it I'm, I'm a little I, I do regret that I didn't finish it um, but the, some of the experiences I've had in the last few years after leaving uh, I, I, I can't even describe it and I don't um, think it would, would have matched it by staying
0: like, I mean you're here you know kind of I mean to join the rat race and I'm kind of one of them unfortunately but you know you say okay you go to school you go to college you get married you have kids you have, get a mortgage and you fucking die I mean yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, it's I literally said it you in a put couple of like sentences that. there. Jeez. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. for, for a 20, 21-year-old impressionable kid and... Their parents them. I I don't know if how how supportive your parents were of all this, or how were they? Were they they supportive of? They've they've
1: always been supportive of my my music. Like my dad is like my biggest fan in terms of the music. He's always trying to give me advice on lyrics. I'm like, what? You you don't like? Come on. (laughs) Yeah, you don't understand Um, this. Yeah, you don't even know. But uh, but it's lovely that they support me in that. But they were a little bit at the beginning, like, no, you need to kind of do a degree, get a job, make sure you're safe. If you have a family that you can support. and my granddad was very like that. He was very much a working man. And I yes. think most most people in Ireland at that time, and even even our parents' generation, I think, like, in 40s, 50s now, it was all about hard work, make that money, be able to support your family. Yeah, so there, there was always a bit of that there. Uh, so they were a little bit worried about me becoming a musician, but I, I signed with a record label. And I think when that happened, that sort of eased them off a little bit. Yeah, yeah but, but I
0: mean... T- You've, you've skipped a few steps there. I mean, I, I did, remember okay. meeting this. I remember meeting this dude. It was you and and uh, and Joey who actually came in, and you came to. We were just I was talking. One of your friends, uh, James's house, who, who went to Stall mm-hmm. as well, and we were just chilling around. Uh, I don't know if it was just that or whatever. No, we were yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just chilling around. Just and just chilling. Uh, and and the two you boys came in. I mean, I mean, it was like kind of. Jesus Christ! I mean, the, the 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 Beach Boys or something after arriving. I mean, you you had like kind of this wavy back hair. You we were wearing a pair of um, Ray Bans. I mean, I was I was after a few My drinks, time. you know what I mean. I was fairly lounging to the couch. I mean, I didn't have much <laughs> style at the time either, so, but it was the style at the time.
1: It was <laughs> so you, it was the style to have no style. You, t- you,
0: you two bo- you two boys came in. I mean, it was three or four o'clock in the morning as well. Let me say, and you came in with a guitar and like one of the boys was like, yeah yeah, let's fucking do this shit and like. You know, most people, or most Irish people, would be like, "No, no, 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 man, no, no, You were like, "Yeah, fuck it, let's do it, let's do it." So you enjoy. Then got up and you literally just did this like unbelievable set, and I was just sitting there back in my seat, be like, pissed out of my head, obviously. Saying, "I'm like, wow, these fucking these these dudes are fucking doing it." So, so yeah. you I remember he talked to you, at least this stage, you had actually signed for the deal yourself and Joey. Joey had signed as well for the same label, So jo-
1: Joey signed at the beginning where, we were doing where, it as a duo. Where did
0: they see you? Or where, like, I mean, I didn't actually get to... Ch- you can imagine, obviously, I didn't get the chance at that stage to ask you what you got signed up for. How did you, you know come into uh, mind's eye of uh, of the people you are, the label that you signed for?
1: It, it was just, it was kind of a stroke of luck. I mean, I, I've been putting in the work. You, you don't just get, things fall into your lap sometimes, but you have to put in the work. I mean, I spent years and years practicing and r- learning songs, writing songs, mm. learning the guitar. So it doesn't just fall into your feet like that. You have to put the work in. I'm writing songs since I'm 11 years old, but I did write this one tune, um, and I sent it to Joey, who was living down in Bantry at the time, And uh, I asked him would he throw a bit of guitar in it. And this was kind of the start. We hadn't, we'd really played a little bit in school, but we hadn't had a band or something. But he put a bit of guitar down on the track and uh, he was sitting in a pub in Bantry and there was a fella down there called Tom Dunn. And he was making a music video in Bantry uh, and was sitting in the pub, just chatting to him casually. Uh, told him, Joey said, I'm a musician. And he's like, oh, do you have any music I can hear? And he's like, oh yeah, my mate sent me this one song. We are working on it together. Showed it to him and your mom was like blown away. So he was like, listen, I've got a friend over in Germany. Uh, he's starting up this record label. Or he's taking over a record label at the moment. He's an A&R guy. Can I send it to him, see what he thinks? And um, yeah, a couple of weeks later, we just got a call randomly walking down the street from this guy being like, come over to Germany. I want to sign you. So uh, what was yeah. for your initial reaction? I was in shock. I, I immediately dropped out of college. That was, oh, I was really? it was, it was, was university. literally like that was straight I, up. I w- it was it was in the summertime, so I was like, I d- I think I did those exams in in May or June or whenever it is, and uh, it was a- about a month or two later, and I was just like, listen, not going back to college. Done. Does and I failed one of the exams as well, so I had to repeat it, and I just didn't go. And I, we went to Hamburg in Germany, and um, yeah, it sort of kicked off from there
0: you boys both moved over there then it was in Hamburg and like I mean that must have been a bit of a culture shock in itself just that you two boys kind of out on the road
1: Absolutely, didn't even speak any of the language, and luckily they all speak English for, like incredibly well, <laughs> so I was sorted. But uh, And I've learned a couple of phrases along the way, like, uh, I think the German's kind of cool, because... Yeah, Sprechensy
0: English. sie Deutsch. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, you just learn those general ones. I, I know, be a yeah. bit too, But I think it's kind of, it's very literal, uh, everything, obviously, like yes. with everything they do, uh, sort of, it is quite to the point, and especially with the language. And when you look at, with English, we've a lot of words we don't have for words that they have, we need a whole sentence to describe it so we have something like uh which is uh, i am the nash cat so it's somebody with a sweet tooth oh there you go I, I think it's great they get a laugh out of that every time brilliant i always say on okay, stage yeah. so I mean, you need is those little kind of bite-sized cherries just to like bring any, them in. yeah if you yeah. learn just a couple of phrases in any language when you go to that country you just you're in especially with the women so, i
0: was just gonna say yeah. <laughs> with, with the, who's, the, who's this fur now who's this fur now <laughs> But that, oh that nicely brings us on to the little point. At the time when you moved, moved over to Hamburg, is, am I right by saying you actually had a girlfriend?
1: I did, I did. I was uh, in a, quite a long-term relationship, nearly five years, I think. Uh, so that was tough, yeah, doing that, um, that long-distance thing. I mean, I didn't actually move to Hamburg. I went there for a couple of months to do a record there. Um, and then I moved to Berlin. Uh, I don't so know, the was, idea, the uh,
0: idea, the notion wasn't that you were going to stay long term
1: in Germany. It was quick. No, no, it was just to do the record, come back to mm. Dublin, and continue playing and, and release it whenever we did. But um, I ended up. I just wanted a change, and I was in Dublin. It's. It's. I love it there. I just. I, I miss it every day.
0: But you're do, uh, You're it, doing well. You're kind of. Switch it across the subject. We're going to talk a little bit about love now. Sorry,
1: right? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and you were with this girl
0: that. for how many years now? I mean, did, did you meet her in first year of college, or was it in, school? I met her,
1: in school? I met her in college. She was, uh, she was in the same university. And um, did she yeah, see?
0: Was, can I ask? Did she see you first up? Was it firstly? Did, did she fall in love with you singing singing a song, or how how how
1: did this No, they say? no. <laughs> We met in in a in a nightclub in uh, the Palace. Oh, <laughs> On, that, that teenage stuff! Yeah, disco. Like, oh my it, God. It, it was like teenager stuff. It was, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I just fell in love, and nice. uh, it was a it was a really nice relationship. But uh, sort of, I think it's really hard doing long distance. Oh, yeah. Every, I don't agree. It. With it. And it's even harder when it's across countries, because you just you have to fly to visit each other, and that's so and tough. It's
0: work. It's hard work,
1: man. It's hard and work, and when all I, the I, phone I, I, calls oh. and. Literally,
0: you like know, what we're doing right now, Skype, like I only see you in 2D, yeah, yeah. I want you in 3D man, I want you I back know. in Ireland, I want to meet you fully in the flesh.
1: Yeah, yeah like with relationships, you want to, you know, give them an old kiss from time to time. Sorry, like, excuse
0: me, I hope I'm, I'm eating a cookie while I'm eating it, just...
1: Hey, cookie away, that, love
0: that that, that, that that fat man syndrome in, in me is coming back again, you know, <laughs> that, that Josh yeah. syndrome.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I'm using a bottle of coke to, to hold up my microphone here, I just <laughs> really want to... <it. laughs> No, but I left my stand, somewhere, so I "I really want to drink the coke, but I don't want to take the mic." On,
0: it's like holding court. as a weight. It's say, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. No, but sorry, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm talking poo again, as per usual. Looking That's over, how it the, goes. looking over that crunchy nut. Oh yeah, that looks good. Anyways, um <laughs> <laughs> You want to see it? it looks really good. Um, yeah, so, so you, you were going out with this girl and, I mean, how long was it? Three, four years? Did you try a year um, of, of long distance then, was it? It
1: was, it was almost five years, actually. Yeah, I moved to Berlin in January 2016. And, um, yeah, we did that until, until June and then sort of back and forth. I came back a few times. She came to visit. Uh, and then she came and lived with me over there for the oh, wow. summer. How did that uh, go? So that that was awesome. It was really great. And I thought everything was kind of going well, but then it sort of went back. She went back to college okay. and I was still over there and it just, it just yeah. fell apart. Okay. Okay.
0: Now that's fair enough. So you, uh, you, you then said, was this, you, she spent the summer in Berlin now or was it in Hamburg?
1: It was in Berlin. So it I was, was living in, in Berlin. Berlin.
0: So you went Berlin. from Hamburg to, Berlin. I'm just trying to join the dots here. You went then from Hamburg to Berlin. So you did, did you do the album with the company or what happened there?
1: So I, I did the record yeah it's, it's quite com- complicated I basically did um, did this record with Joey we signed up as a duo with this cool. label it's called Clouds Hill in, uh, in Hamburg and the reason we, we actually I mean obviously you get signed it's amazing but it's an independent label it's quite small it's not like doing a big major deal I didn't expect to be some justin bieber thing but it was just the opportunity to get to record my music was was amazing and myself and joey we were sort of writing together most of the songs on the album are mine there's a couple of tracks are his uh which are really lovely songs as well um but yeah it just it didn't work for him doing it doing this abroad thing um he wasn't really happy with the label and the situation and he ended up leaving
0: do you mind me asking um, why he wasn't happy
1: uh we, he had a he had a girlfriend back home so okay, it was, so sort,
0: it was of a, s- sort of the same sort of thing as yourself. It was
1: right? the same sort of situation I was in, except I put the music first, and um, yeah, I mean, no, like, man, sometimes, sometimes I, 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 it I know more.
0: it's a, it's difficult for you to talk about. But that's what you got to do. You really have to be selfish in these situations, sure, don't you?
1: Sure i mean that's what i'm talking i'm talking to these kids and telling them you need to talk about things and i can't even talk about it myself no
0: man it's tough
1: to do it was a tough situation and uh it was hard you know because we're playing we're doing this now for for a year and a half um yeah a few some internal problems happened in the label our manager got fired um we got a new manager joey didn't get on with the new manager um i was living in berlin joey wanted to move back to Dublin. And then we're doing, like, a long-distance band, duo band, or whatever you want to call it. And, yeah, like, how can you practice? You know, we're we're trying to practice over Skype. There's a lag, you know? It It doesn't work like that. So, um... So we just said, listen, we'll call he, he said, I want to call it quits. I want to I drop this, but you're welcome to continue on your own. And we basically we named this, um, this duo, we named it Cyan Hill. Um, and the idea behind it was this heaven on the hill. We sort of named it, it was sort of a homage to, to Glenn Stahl and my schoolmates. But also, there's, it's a quite a popular place name in Ireland.
0: Um, Am I right by saying you said that it, it brings you back to childhood? This is just me a. quoting you, and, and it, exactly. it says uh, it's, 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 it's about hope.
1: It's, it's about hope and the whole album is, is about hope it's about um, when you're growing up you have dreams and there's always people going to tell you you can't do it and it's about hope and, and staying strong, and believing that you can do it. So that, I think that scion is the ancient Gaelic Irish word for heaven. Mm-hmm. It's also the Irish, the old Irish word for the river Shannon. Wow, I didn't know that. Shannon, yeah, it was quite interesting and it, it kept popping up everywhere. There's a Sion hill road in Mullingar, okay. uh, there's a Sion hill school in Dublin. I and get I- you, it's
0: just one of these things you just kept keep seeing and you were like, this is this is not a coincidence anymore.
1: Absolutely And my real name is Nathan Which comes from The Hebrew Netanel Which means uh, Gift from God In Hebrew Oh Don't know And yeah It's just very interesting stuff And then this Sion You have these Ancient Gaelic Irish um, sort of uh, sun worship people I don't know what you call them sun worshipers uh, I'm, um, I'm
0: looking across at Nathan here he's, he's in a pink pink coloured room I swear to God and he's telling me all about <laughs> heaven and, and uh, I, this, it's like as if I'm getting a direct feed from from heaven here and his halo it, it is was just delivery. like glowing over his head Nathan just for kind of a commemoration of that time that you spent um, with uh Joey and yourself is there any maybe a little song that uh, yourself and uh, and him and and he did that maybe you'd like to just quickly play there Absolutely yeah, yeah.
1: let's 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 do that um I'm trying I'm trying to think what is what is something special maybe that uh, that we did we I mean we wrote a lot of tunes together hmm. um but there was one in particular um uh, there was a lot I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go for this one. No, go for let it. Me know, let me know how the mic is. All good. Um, yeah. I, I need to have a thank you. You want me to do one in in commemoration?
0: I literally like like association, but whatever reminds you of that time, uh, at, that, at that period of time. Because I find, for myself personally, um, when I listen to a song, it reminds me of a specific certain time in my life. And I don't know if that's the same with yourself,
1: but... Uh, I think... Um, I'd like to do a cover then. Okay. Pretty show to steal your heart away. But backstage, back on earth again, the dressing rooms of gray. come on strong before too long, may you feel the man. Oh. love is blind.
0: gonna do i'm gonna have to clap that is oh that is beautiful i'm getting goosebumps beautiful beautiful man that is fucking beautiful i i I, (laughs) again before we kind of did our little sound checks before we came online here i was saying to uh to Nathan I'm, I'm I'm one of these guys that I, 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 f- I wish I, like it's probably a good thing I can't sing or dance because I'd be fucking singing and dancing every single day of my life because if I could sing like that <laughs> man, that is that is just oh it's awesome fair, fair play to you and thank you for thank that thank
1: you very much I hope, I hope this sounds okay because I, I didn't do a check and no, maybe it was maybe it was buzzing but no
0: no no it's all good it sound, yeah. sounded real good to me and uh, you know what that's all that matters so that's all that matters you, you swiftly then took a took a a, a U-Bahn or probably a um, one of these <laughs> yes, you know trams or something all the way down to Berlin Berlin uh-huh. the metropolitan city that it is and and lived it up for, for well, t- I'm sorry you're going to have to tell me because I, 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 there's a little bit of a blot there
1: yeah yeah it was almost a year I was I was there from January until um the end of November and I moved home just in in December just for Christmas I wanted to spend some time with my family I hadn't been home in a this while This is just so. last year now yeah This is last year yeah the year before that I was in Hamburg so um it was just a year in Berlin and now I've actually moved back to Hamburg again but I okay. I'm just traveling so often so uh Are you still with the same uh, label? I'm still with the same label Cloud so yeah, so but Joey Joey left, and uh, I decided I wanted to release the record because it was a part of my life over the last four or five years, and those songs meant so much to me, so um, I just really wanted to put it out, so I said, you know what, I'm going to do it on my own, I stayed with the label, but uh, I didn't have a manager or anything, I just did it all myself, so I made all these videos, I went to my cousin, who's a, an incredible filmmaker, his name is Nathan Barlow, also has the same name as me, which Great. is ridiculous, um... And I, I'd never met him before. He's my second cousin. You know, in Ireland, we, we've all got like about a million cousins. Everyone yeah. has all these seconds and third cousins. Uh, and I, I had this video on, on YouTube, some like kind of cheaply done one. And he commented under it, like, I really love your music. Uh, apparently, we're cousins. Uh, I'd no way. Sometime. I said, what? No way. So I got in touch with him and I asked my mother and it turns out it was his uh, her cousin's son and he's a filmmaker. So, uh, and he's doing lots of music videos for lots of Irish artists and he's absolutely he's very talented so uh we met up and we did this video for that first song i released was called nothing's wrong with loving you Uh, and i wanted to film in ireland so i just basically got in touch with him and um we did it on the cheap just got like a lot of friends and people i knew from home to be involved and the whole idea was uh yeah it was it was about my my ex girlfriend her name was alex alexandra and um it was that idea when you first have a girlfriend, all the lads are, are like, you know, you're not coming out with us anymore and they're giving you a stick for it. And it's just like, you know what? Shut the fuck up, man. I'm going to be with whoever I want to be with. Sure. And I think it applies to so many people, especially nowadays. Um, you know, whether you're gay or straight or bisexual or whatever it is, um, that that's, that's the sort of idea. So I tried to include that idea in the video. Um, I had a couple of gay friends. We had a um, different racial... Um, sort of profile things like to show yeah, that yeah. You know, it's it's okay to be with. You had
0: y- Yusuf, wasn't it? was one of the guys who was on it? Y- Yusuf, yeah, yeah, Yusuf yeah. was in a couple of my
1: lectures before. A really nice guy, I guess, oh, right. as well. So. Yeah, he's a great guy. He actually lives in Berlin now. Really, yeah. As well, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was very interesting. And then. Um, I was, it, was, it, was, it was it was it was one of the
0: things that I actually wanted not to cut across you again, but just for our listeners to to you know it, things are getting a little bit sad here. I was going to try and sing a little bit of nothing's wrong with loving you, now, so you oh, can yeah. you can critique me, okay? I, I I now listen. I was literally there in the you know you know when you're kind of in the shower and you're you're scratching your body, you're trying to wash your back and you're washing your genitals, and you know I'm there <laughs> screaming and the shouting nothing wrong with loving you. Um, okay, <laughs> just start. Just just start me off. How, how does how does how get me the, get the melody back in my head again? Just like the the chorus.
1: Though. I can't open my eyes without what you, you by, by my side.
0: side. Leave me broken. Me broken.
1: Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's real, real, real. We're not in disguise, and I'm not joking. I'm not <laughs> joking.
0: And it's, what's 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 the chorus again it's nothing,
1: nothing wrong, wrong with loving, loving you. you yeah, yeah. nothing, nothing that, that i'd rather do, with do with you. but you yeah nothing nothing wrong with loving, loving you. you
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nothing that i'd rather do with you
1: I, loved, I
0: love it. I love it. So, there was a I, I remember you did. I, I came to see actually one of your, your your gigs that you did in Electric Picnic, and you did uh, uh, an absolute childhood personal favorite favorite of mine was uh, "I Wanna Be With You." It's jungle. You really, you've you've really got that that ooh down if there's such a if there's such a melody or a sound it's a kind of ooh, ooh, ooh. so I've been trying to rock that out for the last like you know 45 minutes to an hour before I got before I got on with you I was kind of like I, I wanted to nail that ooh, ooh, ooh. so I you know what would you give me out of a 10 there if you would just score me as a kind of like a Simon Coward or someone there
1: I, I, I would give you a solid 7.5 Dennis okay that's for, uh... for most of it but for the ooze I'm just gonna give you a straight up 10 baby
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are the man you are the man so so as you said, you you went and you, you, you kind of you went this alone. You, did you, you had the backing from uh, your 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 um, from Clouds Hill? Yeah. Yes. So we're, yeah. they were they were obviously the investors in this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So they yeah. Basically so financed good. the Were they going to cover the videos
0: as well? Uh, can you say again? Sorry, were they? Did they cover the videos? They were able to cover the videos as well. They covered yeah, everything did they?
1: That's what I was saying. We did the videos very cheap, so. Um, that's what I was yeah, wondering. They, they, yeah. they helped finance them, but it, it wasn't expensive. It but just you, looks great like you say you, you say
0: it's you say it's cheap, man. You burnt out a car.
1: I mean, yeah, it, it looks like we burnt out a car, but come on, it's trick photography stuff We there was a burnt out car it, it was actually that was five minutes from my house my childhood home in Mullingar okay uh, down by the lake and I was I used to go down there around Christmas time when I was at home for a while yeah. I bring my dog for walks and there was this car sitting there for months and uh, it was just a burnt out car some lads had obviously gone down there and burnt it out right. I was like Do you know what we're gonna re-burn that car and make Beautiful. it look like we did it so we just got <laughs> actually ridiculous story we went down there we drove down there about 10 of us and uh, we stopped off in the petrol station we filled up a, um like some kind of petrol holder thing whatever you call yeah. it with, uh, with diesel and uh, didn't realise that diesel doesn't actually burn so <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up chucking a load of diesel about 20 foot <laughs> worth of diesel all over this car and lighting matches trying to get it to light and fire and nothing happened and um, yeah, that was a bit of a letdown and then I had to drive back about twenty five minutes up the road to the petrol station, get petrol and get some stuff to, to try and light it. And then the camera died and we actually missed oh. when we light when we lit the oh. fire. So you know, this, is you know, this disastrous. reminds me of, it's,
0: it's, it's like the scene from uh, Zoolander when they have the, <laughs> the petrol fight at the start and then someone lights yeah. a match and he just, the whole thing blows <laughs> up.
1: Yeah. That was the best. No, yeah.
0: oh, but uh, come here, man. That, that, I love the music video because I could recognize a lot of people, a lot of faces, a lot of places that I kind of knew. And it sure. brought, me back, brought me back personally and probably sparked uh, a, a lot of interest in an Irish kind of, People that you hadn't previously heard of. I mean, you were you were featured in a couple of um, magazines and 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 yeah. a couple of places. You just you could name a few just there for
1: our listeners. Um, yeah, it was like Irish Times. There was a yeah. if you've heard of Neither Nine, uh, stuck me in his song of the week. I was Irish Times song of the week. I was on Goss.ie. It was on Spin One Three Eight. I did an interview there with them. Uh, and at the time, I, I didn't have a manager, so I went to one of my best mates, uh, Kevin Sands, who I'm sure you know as well. Uh, or have heard of, at least. Yeah, I think I've heard of him. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I just asked him would he be interested in, in kind of working, help like helping to manage me, and he was up for it. And uh, he helped me out with trying to get a few interviews and stuff like that. So okay. it did it did okay in Ireland, but it, it did very well in Germany actually. And they still buy yeah. CDs over there. They still buy vinyl records. I, I mean, yeah. that's kind of happening all over the place with the hipster movement. The vinyl yes. sales are going up.
0: Yeah, you've you've been described as a sexually charged disco pop. Uh, man, is, w- there you go. <laughs> would that be? Would that be? Would that be exact? Would that be correct?
1: Uh, yeah, to an extent. I, I think I'm really. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> agree with
0: the sexually charged. And I've seen your disco, and I know you can pop. So there you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe maybe it's the correct description. We'll go with it. Sexually charged disco pop. All this, right.
0: this this brings me on, man. I I fuck I love this video. If anyone listening, you gotta go right now. Do you know what? Turn me off right now. All right. And, and, and go and check <clears throat> Go and check Nathan, Nathan's So Sion Hill Beaches man That Not just the song But the music video in that Is mm. Phenomenal I, I love uh, yeah. that video I love yeah. that video I really I, do I
1: love it too I think it's amazing
0: Wait It's New York is it?
1: It's New York, so uh, so you just it decided, was,
0: Oh, yeah, we're gonna do it on the cheap, we're gonna go to New York. Is that it?
1: Well, uh, it, it was the same thing, it was on the cheap, it just was a holiday we we're going on. We went out to visit another friend, a guy called Luke Gavigan out there. Shout out, Luke Gavigan. What's the story, buddy? <laughs> yeah, um, so he was out living out there, and we were going to visit him. And uh, you know, I just said, Same thing again, my cousin, I said to him, Listen, man, do you want to come to New York and uh, film a video when I'm out there? So, uh, yeah, the label helped fun, like, with his his flights and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, same thing again. We just went around the city and, and filmed everything. I was going there anyway. Um, it was just a really great opportunity to meet my mates. You got mates close-ups
0: one. of local people. You, mm-hmm. got, you There was... I just... Everything looked so kind of natural and pure. And Absolutely. it was... It wasn't kind of overdone. It was kind of class classy, is what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, and it, it looks it, super professional as well, which it is, is
0: awesome. It, it, it <laughs> is professional. It was professional, man. But... Yeah you, you tell, tell tell the listeners a little bit kind of what beaches is essentially about kind of a little bit what we were actually talking about at the start of this podcast
1: absolutely so beaches is is it's it's the idea yeah move to the beaches it's not literally move to the bahamas i mean if you you know if you're moving to the bahamas that's great good luck um, there's not a lot of it left i think but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i shouldn't say that it's, i always nah, to move you're to beaches. Cool. but um yeah it, it's more this idea of like getting a little bit away from technology, stepping back. When you're sitting down at the dinner table with your parents, that you know, you don't just you're not just sitting there on the phone. You don't need to Google everything. I mean, Google is a verb now. It's crazy. And I I think it's it's such a lovely thing that we have that. But I just remember the days when we're sitting around the table and somebody doesn't know something and everyone's just trying to figure out what it is. You're talking
0: about that old Irish argument, aren't you? I love it. You're wrong, Dad. You're wrong. I
1: love it. And I miss it so much. And it's not just that. It's also this kind of the girls sitting there and and looking at their social media, looking at these Instagram videos, uh, these photos and saying, I'll never be that good. And it it makes you sad. And depression levels in kids are just going through the roof. It's crazy. And we need to talk about that stuff. So I think it, it's an important topic. It's about getting a little bit away from technology, taking a step back. It's press no, press no buttons, is the lyric. Live by the sunlight and the moon. Beautiful. And it's it's not so much start a revolution and you know take up arms and guns and knives and actually fight. Sound
0: again. Let's start a revolution. Nah, nah, nah. Start a revolution.
1: There then you nah. go. yeah, I don't know where that came from to be honest. But it, the, the whole nana thing was I, I wanted to have this kind of a it was sort of a, a joke on on like. Just consumerism and Rihanna. So uh, this, oh, Nana. I
0: love that. Yeah, nice. Selling selling their soul, essentially. I mean, do you know how much Kylie Jenner now gets for putting up a a post on Facebook?
1: I don't even want to know. What is it? 0.3 million. Oh. Oh. That's selling their soul. soul. Kills
0: me. Mm.
1: But it's great. Good for her. Well done.
0: Oh, absolutely. I'm saying, look any way that you know I mean if that's what she enjoys doing but I just don't I I don't think she does enjoy doing it that's the thing
1: I I don't I don't believe I'm I'm sure she enjoys all those free products in the massive house (laughs) and all that but um, yeah so there's I mean there's nobody wants like it's not like I don't want money I don't want to be rich I don't want to be successful or famous or something like that I don't want these material things but there's certain things that annoy me there was this G20 when I was in Hamburg there a couple of months back if you know about it G20 was this uh, summit with all the oh, yeah, okay. uh, the government officials yes, yes, around yes, the yes. world Trump was there Merkel yeah. and so on and they met in Hamburg which is a very very left wing political city um, a lot of people anti capitalists, anti-consumerism uh, anti even anti-democracy oh, that's and, interesting it was it was a really interesting time, and it was the wrong city to have this thing in, because there was huge riots, there was fights. If you didn't no. have, like, written on your window, if you didn't, for real, if you didn't have fuck G20 or no to G20 on your window, you were getting it smashed in the shops, everything. No way. Looted. It was crazy. Burning cars. They were lighting, uh, just lighting everything on fire, breaking ATMs and stuff. And I just thought it was ridiculous, because the people doing this were filming it with their Apple smartphone oh. wearing, wearing their Nike shoes and their Reebok tracksuits and it's just such double standards and I was like you know man that's just why, why are you even bothering So, I mean,
0: kind um, of radicalism like that in particular kind of very lat- left wing kind of lateral thinking sure. it does frustrate me a little bit as well it, things become things become very um, kind of fashionable is what I'm going to say okay so if one person isn't at a, a, at a certain kind of wavelength I think in particular, for democracy, everyone has a voice, everyone has an opinion, and a right to voice that opinion. But if sure. it's the opinion that kind of is, is is a minority within the group, what's happened recently? It's kind of, as you said, it's just it's essentially yeah. people just kind of create absolute uproar, and yep. you see you see it in the the states. I'm, I'm surprised to hear that it's in Germany. It's happened mm-hmm. in the UK. It's it's. I mean like i don't know i mean it's
1: it's, it's everywhere and, it, and it's sort of unavoidable but that that's the, the one thing about it is i mean they're just not really giving an alternative to it so mm. it's like yeah you don't like democracy you don't like consumerism then don't buy an apple yes. phone don't don't burn a car that when the car company is just let gonna the car make be another burned one already <laughs> <it>? <laughs> yeah let the car be burned already so that, i mean that is kind of part of it um but I, I, listen, I have no idea why we burned that car. It was a ridiculous part of the video, but it was fun, you no, know.
0: That's, um, people, people, but you want that. Like, sometimes I do this as well. I use, like, random emojis. And people think yeah. like people. People think there's like you know I'm, there's a real kind of deep meaning behind it. There's fucking nothing. I'm just <laughs> doing it to mess with people's you just heads. Got a little that little there, just a robot
1: there. Yeah, yeah, fun. yeah. yeah. What does I'm, that even I'm,
0: mean? I've really, I've really, really, honestly, I, I, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I've really, really enjoyed this interview. Where unfortunately we're actually coming to to, to 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 not just the end as of yet, but coming to a close. But what we do again on the Dodcast, we do the a thing cult. called uh, the, the the Dad joke. So Phil Phil Dunphy. are you familiar with Phil Phil Dunphy from uh, Of from course, family? I love. Phil. Mm- so, people... This is my kind of quirky, kind of interesting way. I, I, I don't smoke, but... Uh, I, I like to spend most of my night of coppers in the smoking area because it allows me an opportunity to just crack out these jokes and <laughs> the, you know guys hate them girls kind of secretly love them and it works man it works okay so it, it works does. for me I can you own it and if you if you hit a punch I mean the punchline not actually physically punch the girl but you know if you hit a punch it, <laughs> it, it, it works so I'm, I'm, I'm wondering just to yourself Ed, did you hear about the uh, the guy who passed away from indigestion just there recently no oh my god that's it's very sad that Gav's gone <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's evil That's so bad I know
0: I know, I know, know. you've got something in there I know you got a little dad joke in your head You like to whip out once in a while uh,
1: I've got, I've got, I've got the, the most obvious word of all time That my own dad used to say this a lot And I always found it funny But um, it was just a number game You know, it was like Why is six afraid of seven? Oh, okay seven, eight, nine. Oh, and there you go it works great with
0: Germans. <laughs> <laughs> and you I it. love what you just said I love you just said it's a, it's a numbers game so yeah, whatever you mean by that no, huh? <laughs> yeah
1: look uh, no then, uh, to be honest I don't have the, my jokes are all very long and I need to like cut them down so I'm not going to bother I'm, But um, I'm,
0: I'm, I've been known to, to rant on myself so uh, I, you can't uh, there's no worries about that Just what, 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 uh, I, I just was wondering do you know uh, what, what you call a Mexican guy who's lost his, his car
1: like, no, oh,
0: that's that's Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> it's just cheap laughs, uh, man. Just cheap laughs. Yeah, we enjoy that. Yeah, you need them though, don't you? You need them right. in your life. Future direction of Sign Hill. Go
1: touring next year, but Sign Hill is a project name. I'm going down a different route. I want to do a record that's something totally different. I'm really into this 20s so uh, swing. Jazz, Louis Prima, and you were talking about the Jungle Book. I'm just a huge Louis Prima fan. If you've never listened to Angelina, Louis Prima, check that out. Um, it's better on vinyl. But I'm going down that direction. I, I want to do something totally different, um, and yeah, I'm, I'm big into hip hop at the moment. So I'm trying to get something else like that involved. But I want to change my sound totally. I, I'm working on a couple of different projects with a, one with a DJ. Um, is that, is a, that risky, mate?
0: Is that risky to just completely change your style, what you've already kind of established now at this stage?
1: It can be, but uh, it seems to work for some people. But uh, I don't, I don't know. Like if you if you look at some 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 artists do it and it's great, some artists do it and it's terrible. Like if you look at Ryan Adams, for example, not not Brian, not Summer '69, but Ryan Adams. Um, he did a Taylor Swift cover album. He did no it. He covered her her whole album. Um, Thoughts on then, Taylor I, Swift? uh just cheap she's another know, one who kind of sold her soul a bit hasn't she sold her soul and just just moving on from one lad to the next just to you know get whatever she can out of them I, anyway sorry
0: i, I, I just, I, I was I, just I, wanted I, to get your little a little a little input there because i feel
1: the good same, songwriter yeah. though i like it's a good songwriter
0: um anyways yeah go ahead so your. Yeah, change so
1: your i want to do something totally different but um yeah, I mean, I just I, I quite like this the way it's going at the moment. I like I like this this project. I, I like the record we've we've put out. It's a bit sad I didn't release it with Joey, um, but it's nice to go but and dig But it's
0: I've to, t- to Joey as well.
1: Exactly, yeah. yeah. And if, if you buy it, you can buy it on vinyl, and that's how we recorded it all live to, 24 track tape. So it sounds magical on vinyl. T- so tell
0: the, t- but tell the listeners where we can get it on vinyl. Like where it, can we actually get this track?
1: If you have a record player, yeah, you can buy the the album, it's called Elephant, you can buy it on my website, cyanhill.world, you can buy it through Amazon, um, and I think you can buy it through my Facebook page as well. Cool. And, uh, I mean, it's on CD, but if you have a record player at home, do buy it on vinyl, it's just, it sounds a uh, hundred times better. And we did, did everything live, even the vocals, all the vocal takes cool. are 100% live with the band in the studio so it's yeah it was an amazing experience and I kind of want to stay down that route I'm a big fan of that idea of like that 20s idea or 50s when they just went in the room think of Aretha Franklin just went in the room they had the band they set up a few mics and they just rehearsed for a couple hours and just recorded it and there was no messing about with the sounds you had real instruments real live singing and I want to do that and that's what we did but I want to do it same thing again but with a, a more you know live take feel were so much focus on the sound
0: for your um, you had a bit of a ga- kind of a gangster kind of uh, um, effect with, uh, with your elephants video didn't you you kind of run away from the, the cops or whatever it was with your bag of money and then getting beaten yeah. up and taped up, and that that, that remind me of like you know real gangster thirties forties, you know America,
1: and yeah, then, like Guy Ritchie movie even. Something and like. then
0: and that and that leads me on to that like that that, that infamous scene of you on the mattress uh, with that with that blonde lady. Yeah. Tell, you're going to have to tell tell me per- firstly because I'm interested, I'm curious, I'm uh, I'm you know I'm kind of excited here. You know? oh, well, what, uh,
1: what's, wh- who is she? Who's this? Who's this mysterious blonde? Uh, her name is Letizia, Ooh, so yeah. it's a Latin name, uh, and she's a girl from uh, from Germany, from like around Frankfurt area, a place called um, Rudesheim am Rhein. Okay. It's a beautiful little town, and um, I met her uh, after a gig one night, and uh, she's an actress uh, living in Hamburg, and uh, I think she's she's also studying. And I don't know, just got on very well, and asked her, did she want to be in the video? So uh, she came down and. Uh, yeah, it kind of yeah, well, went from there And, yeah. now, uh, and now we're, we're I'm actually going out with her now Oh, so.
0: well, that, I, that actually doesn't surprise me so, Because <laughs> it looked very, very natural I don't know what happened off camera But uh, it, looked, it looked hot and raunchy it's, so, yeah. it's
1: not an easy thing to do I can to, imagine Because like, oh, you're going to have to do that
0: again and it's yeah. like, yeah, it, it, for, of, for, for guys, it happens once and that's
1: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. But nobody really wants to, to nope. fake sex on I camera know, or whatever it is. And um, especially with there's other people in the room, it's a very strange thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it, it did help that I knew her already. So that's yeah. kind of why uh, they, I didn't write the, this this script thing. It was a, a friend of mine from Hamburg who, who did it. And uh, he's also just a great filmmaker. And he had this idea. He wanted to do this kind of sort of gangster thing and I was, I was down for it
0: yeah nice one no, and it, uh, it, it, it looks it, again it uh, looks really really cool on camera we're not going to finish with that we're going to get um, if he doesn't mind we're going to get him to sing one of his songs called Breakfast in Amsterdam just to finish off Nathan it's been an absolute oh, privilege yeah. and a pleasure talking to you today if, if you wouldn't mind just give us a little taster of uh, of this really gorgeous song um, I, I, I don't Absolutely. know this, this, this is one of my personal favourites anyways and uh, we'll see what you guys think Lovely,
1: lovely. All right, um, it's been yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on, and um, let me know how this how's this sound. we good. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Yeah. So this is a this is a tune I wrote um, when I was in it was actually in the airport in Amsterdam. I wasn't even in the city. And uh, do you just have a little notepad and you kind of just scribble down ideas and words or? Yeah, I think I just carry a pad with me everywhere. I also write a lot on my phone in the notes. Um, but the song was—it was just about—it was like a, kind of a homage to all my mates around the world who were who were traveling and doing different things with their lives. And it's kind of hard, you know, when you when you get a bit older and you leave university and everyone's sort of changed it up and doing different things with themselves. And it's hard to keep in touch with everyone. So um, yeah, I just wanted to do a song for all the boys everywhere that, uh, that I haven't seen in a long time. But it's also some people I've met along the way. I worked in a hotel in in Berlin called Soho House, and I met a lot of people there. Yeah. So I kind of try to throw a few shout-outs to them. And it's about yeah, um, staying strong. Beautiful. Traveling the world. Enjoy it. We're having breakfast in Amsterdam. What's the story with you, man? been where you gone what you do man no they don't know anything about you we're riding waves in Sri Lanka while you're strong out in Singapore you been where you gone what you do bro no they don't know anything about you no we're having breakfast in Amsterdam we're sitting at the airport we're flying over flatland the like time here is too short And we're up there in the paper clouds All oh, the morning's always hazy Feeling a little lightheaded headed now, headed out Got your eye drops in, man It's getting lazy It's been three years And I don't even know you yet, oh But it feels like he might have a chance yet, oh But we are here together, not anymore. Still having breakfast in Amsterdam, oh, but having breakfast in Amsterdam, oh. No, we're working late nights in Soho House, waiting for buses on the pavement, and they've all been late interrogating all the people making paper that's just way more than theirs. Talk about drinking when we're able. Spending money when we made it, wine drinking later after time spent. Making another bunch of people happy, and they don't appreciate it much. I hate it when they come for lunch and leave all of the shit all on the table. And I have to call a baby and say, Baby, I ain't happy. All these guests, they leave a mess, and then they walk away, and I'll be the one. We'll be just cleaning that up So let that be a lesson Look around you We're just feeding for a switch in the dark life's a bitch And it's hard and people don't want to talk about it They just want to go work, 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 work So remember your family And all of the boys Wherever you are, wherever you have been Just raise a glass of golden for me Keep it going down oh, we're having breakfast in Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a crazy ride. The ups and downs we've gone through. It's a crazy life, but that's just what you got to do. Oh, that's just life. It's just like, you know, when you're having breakfast in Amsterdam, oh, we're having breakfast in Amsterdam, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Woo! yeah, Nathan Johnson,
0: ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. It's uh, been an absolute pleasure. Uh, guys, this, is, well, uh, this has been uh, uh, real, it's been real, let me say. It's been an absolute <laughs> privilege and a pleasure as I've already said. This gentleman is up and coming. He's touring uh, Europe, as we say at the moment, over in the UK as we speak, but he is going to be here, he's going to be live. You, you, you Just tell me, are you, are you, when are you coming to Ireland? When can, when can the guys see you? When is the gig happening?
1: Uh, I'll be back in the, the end of November. I'm playing in London on the 22nd and the 23rd and I'm back in Hamburg for a week and I'm I'm hoping at the beginning of December. I'm trying to get something going. Sure. I think I have a gig in Mullingar actually, right. uh, end of December. But I'm trying to organise something in Dublin when I can. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, <laughs> sometime in December I'll be around.
0: Well, I'll be. I'm going to be in Dublin for pints. Nate's coming in Dublin for pints. If any of you guys who are listening, let's do a big meet-up. Let's all go for pints together and and absolutely. absolutely do it. Nathan, it's been an absolute pleasure, guys. This is the uh, the podcast. Thank you very much for listening, um, and we'll see you for the next episode.
1: My voice is going to be a bit fucked up because I was out quite late.
0: I'll tell you what
1: else is going to be fucked up. I don't know, but just subscribe to the channel. Thanks. Bye-bye.